Thank Good morning and welcome to the Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on uh, Wednesday the 28th of September. It is Wednesday the 28th of September, I know that. It's actually my 31st wedding anniversary today and uh, I will be taking my wife uh, to Rick Steins in Padstow. Uh, so that's what I'm doing today down in Cornwall, which it isn't mining, I accept. But Paul, you're you're down in Cornwall, aren't you? And you're, you're going to um, uh, Cornwall Resources in, in um, Redmore to have a look at their tin tungsten exploration project, aren't you? Yes, that's right. It's going to be kind of sloppy, though, with all the rain that we had yesterday, that's for sure. So, But uh, have a happy anniversary, too. Well, you'll have a little walk through the scrapyard, which is where it is. Uh, the good news is it's on a slope, so I guess all the water drains down to the bottom of it, and you'll be looking at the top of it. Uh, Redmore, Resource, Redmore, which is Cornwall Resources, is obviously owned by Strategic Minerals, uh, SML, um, and obviously a company that we've talked about a little bit in the past. It, it is exploration, but it's very high-grade tin and tungsten, isn't it? And actually, the way the valley sits, it would be very easy to underground mine from the bottom of the valley. Um, then you have to think about what you'll do with the process. But of course, it's only a 30 minute drive from Tungsten West, which gives you a bit of a clue of what could happen in the end. Wouldn't you agree, Paul? That's what would be one option, that's for sure. Well, you'll maybe have more to say when you've seen it today. Anyway, and of course, uh, uh, we'll be getting together for the, uh, the Cornish Mining Conference tomorrow in Falmouth. Uh, where there's about 160 people, pretty much everybody involved in Cornish mining is going to be down there, plus a few others, um, which will be very interesting. Let's see what, what takes place. Anyway, um, uh, and Ollie is driving down tonight. Um, so uh, let's talk about news today. I don't think there's a lot of news in the UK, but there's, and there's sort of various little, little bits and pieces. Why don't you just pick a few little bits and pieces, Paul, to talk about? Yeah, sure will. Um, first off, uh, you know, I like... Uh, good assays and uh, we got some real good assays released by ASX listed uh, Carnaby Resources on their uh, Mount Hope uh, drilling latest results in the Mount Isa district of Queensland. We're talking about uh, 30 meters uh, of mineralization at 3% copper in hole 3 uh, starting at 60 meters of depth. They also reported other holes uh, along with hole 3 which showed tens of meters uh, in the 1 to 2 percent copper range from equivalent depths. Uh, so the Mount Hope target just adds to the two other targets that they have in this particular trend here. Uh, and uh, all the indications are uh, now that uh, if not just a satellite to open pits to be developed here, they may in fact connect up in places. But the bottom line is that Carnaby's into something of particular size, I think, and it's just a question of having the money to do the drilling. Uh, you always need the money, um, but you do you do love a good asset pool. You're absolutely correct. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, okay, anything else you want to mention? Yeah, the TSX uh, announcement out from Cameco, they're essentially building a great big war chest, $1.5 billion uh, filing uh, for uh, of uh, undesignated uh, securities, essentially to build capital in order to do deals. Uh, that would be by far the biggest uh, uranium uh, 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 build of uh, capital uh, in the world at the moment, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they might uh, plan to do with a war chest of that size. That is a lot of money. I also noticed that um, Sprott <coughs> is launching a, uh, a battery metals physical fund uh, where they will physically own things like lithium and cobalt, etc. I don't know if you saw that, Paul. I, I hadn't seen it, but it is interesting because you can um, more or less guarantee that they'll be looking for 
positions in those particular battery raw materials which are in restricted uh, availability in order to tighten the markets even further uh, for uh, higher price gains. Uh, so things like uh, cobalt uh, would be on that order, I would think, but also things like uh, tantalums for the semiconductor industry and uh, also, <clears throat> tin uh, would be another one that they would probably accumulate. So uh, yeah, keep an eye on that one. Uh, we do like tin, and the price has come back quite a long way, actually. It, it looks like it's due, I mean, obviously, in the current market term, I, I don't see anything moving rapidly forward. But I think tin is, when things settles down, could have a very strong spike up. Um, uh, talking of those uh, commodity prices not looking great, gold looks pretty awful this morning, Paul. Yes, it did. Down to 614, uh, 16.14 this morning uh, here in trading. Uh, there has been a significant sell-off there. And I also noticed uh, that the uranium uh, spot price had traded uh, well down, almost 10%, uh, down to 47.50 a pound uh, in the last few days. So uh, definitely with the deterioration of the copper price down to the 350, 360 range that we saw um, a week ago, there's definitely a softness in the commodity uh, price market as these fears around just how deep recessionary pressures will be. And I think these, this softness will continue until we get some outlook from uh, one man, Mr. Xi Jinping, uh, in October 16th, uh, when the Chinese party conference, uh, his address is made. There you go, that sums it up. Uh, it would help if we could sort out the whole bloody Russian-Ukraine situation as well. But the world is in chaos. Economic rule books are being thrown out of the window. Uh, the IMF, by the way, I think is completely out of order for criticising uh, so quickly uh, the changes in the mini-budget by the Conservative Party last week. Uh, that really doesn't help anybody, and I don't think it's their position to do so. And if you look at actually a lot of other countries, including the USA, they are pumping monies into the economy to try and get growth in the same way that we are, and the IMF isn't criticising them. I think some of the way these some of these uh, not-for-profit organisations are run is absolutely disgraceful. But there you go. That's my view. Uh, that's plenty to do. Um, we'll try and get in a five-minute morning miner tomorrow, but obviously all three of us will be down uh, in Falmouth at the conference. But we'll try and uh, step aside for, for five minutes to record something and give you an update of sort of the news and views. And likewise, the same on Friday. But if it's a bit chaotic, I apologise. Thanks, Paul. Very good.